Proverbs 10.3, the Lord does not let the righteous go hungry, but he thwarts the craving of the wicked. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. All right, continuing on in Proverbs 10, and uh, have an interesting verse mm-hmm. about the righteous not going hungry, and then a, a fra- one of Will Carlisle's favorite phrases. <laughs> he thwarts the, the craving, craving of, the wicked. of the wicked. Very interesting. Thwart. Yes, those are great words. I love. <laughs> I love actually. Well, the fact that um, this is a, a theme a lot we see in Proverbs and all through the Bible of hunger and cravings and um, being satisfied or fed. And uh, I read this book by Russell Moore called Tempted and Tried. It's talking about the temptation of Christ and how it was like the second Adam, you know, and in like mm-hmm. kind of experiencing the same thing that Adam and Eve did in the garden, but obviously withstanding temptation. But he made this observation that wasn't, isn't it interesting that Satan came to Adam and Eve in the form of a serpent, a snake, which is essentially one long digestive tract. Mm-hmm. And in that temptation and them, um, you know, choosing to um, go against God, they completely upended their desires, their hungers. It's like that was, now we all struggle, right? Instead Mm. of desiring and being completely satisfied satisfied with God and what he had given them, now they desire things that lead to their death and Mm. demise. And the same is true for us. So when this proverb couches this truth in this idea of hunger mm. um, and cravings, I think it's pointing us to our our sin condition. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the this is one of those proverbs, like just the whole idea of God thwarting the craving of the wicked. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's almost like he's put like a a barricade mm. in front of the their contentment and like. I, I just, when I read that, I thought about like Elon Musk mm. and, you know, we were kind of kicking around like different billionaires like right. who, you know, we have, and now, especially just with the internet and like Elon Musk, like tweeting stream of consciousness tweets, you know, right. like, we have like mm-hmm. more and more insight into like <laughs> this, like multi, multi-billionaire yeah. class. And not only do we have more insight, but they're like getting richer and richer. Right. And it's just interesting because it's like, as their wealth and their assets accumulate, mm. they seem more restless and discontent. And, you know, we have this like billionaire space race of right. billionaires. Uh, the Who's the Virgin Atlantic guy? The uh, Virgin, Richard Branson. Branson. Yeah, Branson yeah. and uh, Elon Musk and, you know, like Jeff Bezos. Bezos. Right. Yeah. And they're they're all kind of like in this like stupid playground competition yeah. of like who can get higher into the stratosphere, <laughs> right, right, right. you know, to say they've been in outer space. And Which, when you think about the expansiveness of space, is nothing, yeah, right? It's it, like it's no, like it's, little it's kids childish. jumping yeah, like yeah, inches, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but you know, like I, I really just think that's like a clear display of like their desires are are thwarted, and you know, mm. like. You know, even like with Elon buying Twitter and it's kind of like this like political like crusade that he's on for free speech. And, you know, Mm. regardless of how you view that, like, you know, it's just like there's no more restless people and discontent, miserable seeming people Mm -hmm. than the these people who are just like 
full of unrighteousness and, and worldly wealth. Yeah. Right. When when I when I contemplate this verse, it immediately led me to think about Matthew six, uh, where Jesus is giving the Sermon on the Mount, and he says, you know, look at the birds of the air; they neither sow nor reap mm-hmm. or gather into barns, yet your heavenly mm-hmm. Father feeds them. Mm-hmm. He says, consider the lilies of the field, how they grow; they neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. And so God clothes the grass of the field, um, you know. And then the last verse in that in that passage, um, it says, "But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you." Mm. And I think this is what I think this is what Proverbs ten three is getting at: that seek first, uh, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all these things will be added to you. The Lord provides for the needs of the righteous. Yeah. I mean, I think yes. that's what he's saying in 10.3 when it says the Lord does not let the righteous go hungry. He right. provides for the needs of the righteous. Mm-hmm. And so that should take care. I mean, you're you're talking about these billionaire space race and all this and, and the mm-hmm. restlessness that they're mm-hmm. feeling. It should take care of anxiety. Yeah. And it should yes. take care of worry yes. in our lives yeah. right. if we truly rest in the fact that the Lord provides for yeah. our needs. Right. If we will just seek his kingdom and seek his righteousness, yeah. we don't have to live these anxious and worried yeah. lives. But I feel like I hear it all the time in the church. I, I well, mean, to be honest. I know it's so good actually to think about this proverb is like, wow, it's giving us so much to think about because just what you both just said, how God thwarts the craving of the righteous, what a grace that is, mm. that if we pursue Amen. the things of the world and wealth, that we will become less and less satisfied. We will not feel like we have enough. Mm-hmm. That's what sin is. Sin is constantly saying, the sin in my heart is like, you don't have enough. You don't mm-hmm. have enough. And you can't trust God from right. with what he's given you. But then what you've said, Barrett, is that as believers, now that we're in this reality, we're seeking wisdom, what's actually true is that we do have enough yeah. because we have God totally. and he will provide. So if I'm anxious, or um, you know, worried, I can think either A, I'm pursuing the wrong things and I'm dissatisfied, or B, I'm not recognizing that I have enough. Like yeah. it's this idea of enough. Yeah, there's a very real there's a very real like wisdom of the world that mm-hmm. is constantly pumping into us. You know, you were mentioning the billionaire stuff. I, I think of Mark Cuban on on Shark Tank, yeah. and he's constantly wanting to acquire more and more businesses, mm-hmm, and right. he wants to add another zero to the end of his personal wealth. Yes. I mean, I think that's kind of kind of the end. Uh, I mean, he likes to help people in his businesses, and there might be like a semi good sure. side, to, but he really wants to add to that personal yeah. wealth. Right? It's it's this idea that there's never you can never have enough. And that mentality, I think is just pumped into us by so many people in the world, particularly in Western, uh, Western countries, particularly in America, that 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 mentality is pumped into us. And so we actually have to, we actually have to sit down. And as Paul says, take every thought captive Captive. to the obedience of Christ in, in, in really thinking, okay, do I want to follow that wisdom or do I want to follow this wisdom that that says seek seek first the kingdom mm. of God and His yes. righteousness, and everything will be added to you. You right. don't have to worry. And about without it. God's word, we wouldn't know that that bent towards hunger and not ever being satisfied is already in our heart. That mm. is what our sin is. So 
we can recognize now that we have this wisdom that like when we see this in the world, like you said, it's being pumped into us. Mm. We can weigh that and think, wait, that's mm-hmm. that's not the reality. That's right. This is the reality. Mm. How do I move forward in ways of seeking the world? Because I think it was interesting what you just said about wealth, because I think Christians do that too, where we pursue certain things thinking, well, if I do this, then I can give. And the Pharisees did that, you know, justify, we justify right. the things that we desire by doing some good stuff on the side, mm. as opposed to flipping it and saying, "No, I'm I'm justified because Christ, God has declared me righteous in yeah. Christ. That's my justification. So I want to pursue God, and then recognize that I have enough, but also, you know, enjoy the things that He's given yeah. you if He's provided you with well. It's just amazing how right. He He takes care of His children. Yeah. He really does. Well, yeah, I, and I love for that reason. Like I, I love the image of food that is used here like the the idea of hunger because you know like food is it's both like a necessity and and a pleasure and a pleasure and a luxury and you know and it meets both like a need that we have Mm. and wants that we have Mm. and you know like it's and basically like when you're filled up on food you don't want other food. Right. You, you know, like if, if mm. you like have a great meal and then someone like offers you something else <laughs> that like if you were hungry, it would seem really good. But then like when you're full, like it sounds like the worst thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. like the law of diminishing mm, returns. Right, yeah, right. exactly. And and so like I think that is just like such a great like visual image and tangible image for the provision of God as it's not like God gives us what we need, but we're kind of like left wanting the, the, you know, lot Mm -hmm. that Elon Musk has, you know, no, like we're, we are fulfilled. We're satisfied. Mm. And then when you are filled up, when you are not hungry at all, there's not, you're not like left daydreaming about some other meal somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, good stuff um, for Jennifer McClish and Will Carlisle. I'm Barrett Fisher. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.